Chef Zo, MP80, Truth himself. Yeah. Chillin' with my misfits, feelin' so different. Chillin' with my misfits, feelin' so different. If you with it, come get it. Need you to listen. We gon' come with it. We gon' come with it. Hey, DJ Lab on the ones and twos. Mission light, you know just how we do it. And we in this mix, though snot up, you know we poppin' too Find my nose, so it's out of yo Ain't no need for that chopper screw Tellin' my missus, yeah, dope licks, you know how we do Tellin' with the host, Miss Miss Lots DJ Lab playin' the shit that's hot Slick I was ready to pop off T-Mac givin' it, what she got? Don't snot at the one with Logic Tune me out, hello cool J, I'm in the house. It's all good when I'm chilling with Misfit on the couch. Yeah. DJ in the lab, mixing a lot. You roll two chicks today. No, it's not a, you ain't trying to spin my head. So I bought a double rotation. Got a song in a blood and rotation. Pick up my brother with the hottest station. They ever do it on the internet. A316, they ain't ready yet. Yeah, spin 316 as it's to the murder. Already know it's me, no need to ask the juror. Crossing over like T-Mac. Got a lot like T-Mac. Don't give us here, they need that. Misfit radio, where we be. officially in the mix baby i am miss mix a lot i am dj lab yes 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 honey and our guest for today is already in the building we call him anakon the jedi i hope i'm saying that right we yes, gonna let him correct right. me no that's right is that right? That is right. I know we had you here before, so we definitely got to catch up since the last time we talked to you because it's a, a lot has happened since then. So we're going to um talk to you for a little while, get all in your business, Anaconda the Jedi. And then we're going to discuss just a couple of things that's been going on in the last week or so. It's been a very crazy week with the storm coming through and just kind of um putting people out of their comfort zone for a minute now i know a lot of people who didn't wasn't even touched one right nothing happened right yeah, i know a lot like here the lights was out but i drove out and went on uh fair road it was like nothing happened right <laughs> it was like okay so like we was in the dark ages they, mm-hmm. they were living in the future up there i wonder what um well i guess to are you guys with georgia power or great stone Okay, now I do know that I saw a lot of people had um, good response time with Greystone, and then I had two or three people on my Facebook page that have Greystone, and they still were without lights. Now, my lights came back on last night. Mm, okay. So, I was, yeah, so now, we went. Uh, when I come on, what's the day, Saturday? Mm, oh, when the lights go out, Friday? No, the lights, Saturday. last day, Sunday. The lights went out, like what, thurs- Thursday? Like Thursday. We got ours back on Friday. Yeah. Friday late. Late. I'm messed up. So did um did Pooja, so Pooja didn't get, get a chance to do his show? He did his show. No, he did his show. 
So it was Thursday, so y'all only. So oh one, yeah, and, and came and y'all came back on Thursday. So I wonder. I know um, for you, Anakin, the Jedi. I have to say the whole thing. I just love that name because we got to ask you where it come from. But for you, did you lose power at all? Um, I lost power like Thursday morning, like like three, like three in the morning. I usually wake up usually around that time. So Really? Yeah, I don't know why. I just woke up and I was like, dang, did I turn the fan off? Like right. everything, was like, everything was off. I think that's what happened with everybody. <laughs> that fan went off and everybody was like, pew. Like, wait a minute. What just happened? Like, <laughs> you know. Every, everything in my house is quiet. And I was like, I know I ain't turn everything off. Right. So when I went to go hit the switch, it was just like, oh, ain't no power. So... And I'm a teacher, so it was like, oh, oh like today, I was like, I'm gonna power. So then I had to go to somebody else's house, and I was like, okay, I just chill here till the power come back on. I went home at night, and the power still went on. I was like, oh man, what am I about to do? Right, like how is this gonna work? So wait a minute, I didn't even think about the people who work from home. Yeah, it was, it was different, especially this week. So, yeah. Oh wow! So how does so? Oh, you hold on, cause you just said a whole lot in what at one moment that just brought me to. So, first of all, Anakin the Jedi. Where did that name come from? Um. Well, originally, I am a big Star Wars buff. I like Star Wars. Really? Yeah. So, um, Anakin was supposed to be the chosen. He was supposed to be the chosen Jedi. And mm. he's the one that becomes Darth Vader, but he couldn't be—he couldn't really be a Jedi because the Jedi are chosen when they're young. So he had already been like influenced by the world and things like that. So he, Jedi's aren't supposed to have emotions and things like that, but he had these emotions. So these emotions changed him and they made him turn to a different side. So that's how. Gee. So that's how I feel like I am. Like I feel like started with my career. I didn't start as young as everybody else. Okay. But also, I feel like the way that people are supposed to be in the industry, I feel like I'm not that. So. Okay. Would you, makes sense. I knew I had to have something behind it. I knew the Jedi part of it, mm-hmm. you know, was dealing with Star Wars and, and stuff like that, but I didn't know, like, how you actually came up with it. So, did you, is that something that you just came up with once you started rapping or... Um, it's kind of like a persona I've always took on, and then as I started rapping, I just adopted it into like, I like it's gonna be my rap name, and I just went with it. So how long have you been rapping? Uh, about three years, three, 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 like seriously, like three to four years. Really? Yeah. So what, what, like, what influenced you or made you want to? Um, I've always been a good writer. And I wanted to do music, but I was in school, and it was like, all right, finish school, then you do music. And nobody really influenced me to be, then my tell me, like, man, you need to do music now. Right, do both. Like, then I say that. So, like, when I graduated school, I was like, fuck it, I'm going to do music. That's what's up. So, where are you from? Originally, I'm from Kentucky, but I've been in Georgia, like, since high school. You're from Kentucky? Yes. 
I don't even know if I know anybody from Kentucky. You do. Now, <laughs> right, like now. Nobody from Kentucky either. That's, so how did you end up in, in Georgia? Um, My mom moved down here. So she moved down here. She fell in love with somebody. Moved, packed us all up. <laughs> <laughs> Abruptly. Right. Y'all come on with me. So when you all came, like, do, do, like what was your experience? Like when you all came, because you were, were you a teenager or? Uh, yeah, just about. I was going into like my ninth grade, sophomore, kind of like in that year. Oh, okay. So yeah. you actually came down here and jumped right into high school. Yeah. Was the experience a lot different uh, from Kentucky? Yeah, it was different. It was, it was a lot different because I don't know the way people dress. That was different. People used to really. Think I was, Cause this is before the whole polo movement came in, mm-hmm. so people used to think I was weird. Cause I would wear like button up polos and stuff like that, and people would be like, "Why are you always wearing polos?" And I'd be like, "What am I? I don't understand what am I supposed to wear?" But everybody down here was wearing like so, white tees and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, so in Kentucky, you all had already developed that. Yeah, but Kentucky's still behind style. in style. But that was just like something I had like did. Like I just like wore like polos. I've never been like a white tee person. That's what's up. I love I love the um the polo. Like I have several friends that only wear a polo. Like that anytime you see them, even even their white tees are polos. Even yeah. their black tee there is polo. Mm-hmm. So I'm like I know we've got to be around the same generation era or whatever. So during that time it wasn't really popular. No, so you, it you was brought like, it to your high school and was like, hmm. it was like white tees. Fashion had like not really came like that, so everybody was wearing white tees, and I wear like polo LRGs. I was wearing like brands, and like people here was like, I just wear white tees and jabos, and I had no jabos. Oh, so, okay, so yeah. So people would be like, you ain't got no Dang, jabos, and I'd be jabos. like, no. That was that bad. Brought back good memories. I was wearing Levi's. That was before Levi's even hit. Right. I came down here wearing Levi's, and people was wearing Jabos, and they was like, "You got Jabos?" I was like, "I don't even know what them. What are you talking about? I don't even know what right. them are." Well, yeah, because I think the Jabot brand was picked up from like New Orleans mm-hmm. because I can remember during the um the times when we first started club and when Lil Wayne and uh, Juvenile all of them would do concerts here. They always had on Jabos, and mm-hmm. like we didn't know a whole lot about it. But then when they started rapping about it, you know how the influence is. Then people started checking in, checking for it, and just kind of caught on to that wave or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I definitely remember Jabot being influenced by the Louisiana rappers. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I so. remember that because it was the Jabos were they fit different. First of all, like they they were different. But I love like once. You know how it is once something becomes popular, they have to start making different styles and mm-hmm. different stuff like that. So once they actually started making something that could fit, like, the the women, because mm-hmm. if you had a shape, you couldn't fit into the Jabot styles that they had at first. Oh, I was wearing Jabot's back in 88. Oh. Well, see, it wasn't, but see, that's what I'm saying, but it, it was wasn't popular. Time, yeah, you, it you, wasn't popular for us. You supposed to bring them back out. out. See, we had the T-shirts back in. My senior year of high school, eighty. Really? Yeah, we had Jabot t-shirts, and it was the t-shirts at first, and then that's when, about a year later, the jeans came out because I remember my friend got a pair of jeans and he had the shirt, and then that's when the Eddie Bauer little pouch. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember that. So it was like it was going up to you know going up. So yeah, I remember back in eighty six, eighty seven. 
Oh wow, that's yeah. what's up. Cause yeah, I didn't, I didn't. That was the night, early nineties. Yeah, that's like, but you know, Chicago's like being in New York, kind of. You gotta get a little early sometimes, but. Yeah, I remember Jabal. I remember the T-shirts because the T-shirts was like seventy dollars or something back then. Yeah, they were you know, expensive. That's like today. Right? <laughs> no, seriously, I can. Rem- I I definitely remember that, and I remember when they came and performed, and they had on them, and people was like, "Oh, oh, they, oh, they done made it. They got hundred dollars." And we like, the funny part about it was, people didn't like, people didn't know how to spell it. So you know it got that weird spelling. Yeah. So when people like would see it, yeah. yeah. So when it, people yeah. would see it, it'd be like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's yeah. what I want. Yeah. yeah, they would ask for I, it, but I, then when they see it, they like, I don't know if that's it. And the people in the <laughs> stores like, that's it. Yeah, and, and I think it was meant to be like high fashion, but then like you know hip hop adopted it, and yeah. then it was meant to be high fashion. It was, it was meant, meant to be like the. Uh, Probably well, some Versace or yeah, Versace like that. and stuff. Okay. Like, it was meant to be. It just didn't. It, it didn't, didn't catch yeah. on like that. They didn't catch on like that. I mean, I even, was just like I think Levi's surpassed them as far as half fashion, if you want to say. Yeah. Well, yeah. I I can because first of all, Levi got longevity. Like they, like yeah, days they, they've been around <laughs> since forever. If you ever watch movies or TV, which you don't do, I know. just about every actor who have on jeans have on Levi. Have on Levi. Yep. That's that's what I wore when I came down here, and a lot of people was like. What what are those? The red you, yeah, <laughs> and I think they was in Walmart at the time or something like yeah. that. Well, Sears, well, Sears, yeah, and then it was like, was in mm-hmm. and people was like, "What are those? You ain't got no Jabos?" And I'd be like, "I don't even know what Jabos are." <laughs> like, so y'all didn't y'all didn't catch that? So you were, you were actually born and raised in Kentucky? Yeah. Dang. So, just out of curiosity, what's it? Do you ever go back? Uh, yeah, my family lived there, so I go back. Like visit for like family occasions stuff like that. Is it is it a lot of black people there? Like what's what's this? I'm just asking. Um, I am from Louisville, so there's a lot of people, black people. Oh, in Louisville. okay. So you oh, there's a lot of black people in Louisville, but everywhere else, not really. Oh, okay. It's okay. It's like Atlanta, so yeah, y'all got like a lot of black people here. Yeah. But if you go to other parts in Georgia, you're like, oh damn, it's different. It's only me. Yeah. Right. You might be sitting somewhere and be like, "Hey, okay," but it's um. I know you said you were an a teacher, an educator. Mm-hmm. So, with all of this stuff is going on right now with the virtual learning and with um, just like when we had this power outage, like you actually had to go to somebody else's house to teach. Uh, yeah. So when the my power went out. I was like, okay, I had, I could have called in, but I didn't want to waste a call-in day on something like simple. So I went to somebody else's house. But um, you just um, – That wasn't simple, man. It was because I might really need a call-in day. Yeah. You never know when you just be like, oh, I ain't feeling it today. I can't do it. Right. So so, so I know with, with all of this virtual learning, like I can only imagine what you guys see. On a, yeah, just, I, I just a yeah, I just have to ask because you know how some of these videos are going viral, right? With a lot of the parents, just you know, because this it, first of all, it, it's go, it took it's going to take some getting used to for all of us, mm-hmm. you know, in order to to get into the virtual learning. But I can only imagine what you guys witness and encounter. 
with your students? Um, I feel like with virtual learning, I've learned a lot about my students. Like where they like, like where they come from mm-hmm. and like what they go through on a daily basis. And sometimes when they do be telling you like something be going down, it's it really down. be going down like that. Yeah. Like you be like, when they come in, they be like, why you didn't do your homework? My mom wouldn't let me do my homework. You be like, man, stop lying. But they really be like, oh no, like your mama really don't be letting you do your work. Like, mm-hmm. so some of my students, I didn't like got like a soft spot for it. I've been like. Oh, when you come back to class, if you go to sleep, I ain't even gonna say nothing to you because I just know what you be going right. through, like while you at home. So it's really, it's really eye opening. It it really is, and that's the thing because it's it's kind it's kind of a situation where it's like a gift and a curse, right? So it's kind of like it, like you said, it enlightens you, it opens your eyes to different situations because I know mm-hmm. only from the parent side of things, it's kind of like you don't necessarily expect all parents to be the same or all teachers to be the same, but you do expect for people to like value education, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. You ain't looking for school to just be an outlet for some children. Like school is really their safe place. Yeah. That's sort of, I've learned that too. Like school is like the chance where they get like, Oh, I get a break. Mm-hmm. So like I got a kid who come to school every day and he gets to go to sleep. And I just like, bro, why you always sleep? Like, you always sleep. And I used to be like, man, you got to wake up. You got to do your work. But now I'm like, man, when you come back to school, you go to sleep, man. You can do your work when you wake up. Exactly. <laughs> like, for real. Because you cause know what he's the enduring. Him, the way they got him moving and joking and jiving, I'm like, man, bro. So what age oh. group do you work with mostly? I work with, like, probably, like, in between, like, 9 and 11-year-olds. So right before they go to middle school. Oh, okay. So you're yeah. at that pivotal point. Yeah. So Catching it's, them attitudes and... Yeah, hormones so it's been, going crazy. Oh, what do you it's teach? been different. Um, I teach all subjects. So I'm a special education teacher, so okay. I work with kids that have like behavior problems. Oh, that's oh, so okay. I to, yeah, so I try to help them fix that their behavior. But now, now you see what where the behavior problems like derive from. Now you see what the triggers are. You mm. like you get a chance to really. Just kind of evaluate things on a whole different level. On the whole, yeah. Yeah, on a whole so level. so I can like I can see like to me the special the um special education teachers just to me because I had I had two kids with um special needs and I had two kids without like I can see how you wouldn't want to call in like some you know what I'm saying like un- unless it's a day well it's like. You know, I just know I just, I just got to do this. But I can see wh- why you wouldn't want to just call in when you feel like you can come yeah. in, so, so to speak. Because, yeah, when it, when it was like that, it'd be like, well, I know, like, with my class, I know, one, if I call in, I'm not getting a substitute. So if I call in, the people who work with me going to be like, oh, we on our own today because ain't nobody finna come do, like, my job. So that's one thing. And then another thing, like, you just never know, like, what – Go, what's going on or what's going to happen and you might really need that day and you be like damn I took off a day because we ain't had no internet like you could have just went somewhere and saw that problem so that's how I felt like you ain't want to do it so I, I can I can see that because I know um what is it called EIP I think is what um, one of my um one of my kids said and it was really different because they didn't have behavior problems they more so had like um learning cognitive problems yeah cognitive yeah. problems it wasn't but to see the behavior of some of the children that was i was like 
yeah, they probably gonna have to go to regular class and tough it out. Cause my kids looking crazy because they weren't there for the behavior part of it. And mm -hmm. that's what the instructor was just, the instructors were just like, like I want to help them, but we got him over him standing on his head. We got to help yeah, him. It's gotten so, to the point like that. Like, yeah. So it was different. It's gotten to the point. I know when I was in school, like people had like minor problems. You was like, all right. Yes. Like what he did wasn't like, Okay, he couldn't he couldn't read on the on maybe the fifth grade level, but he was like on the third grade level, so it was like all right, whatever, cool. But now it's like man, they be in the fifth grade, they read on kindergarten level, mm -hmm. and then like you said, like you have a kid that's like he only need a little bit of help, but then you got a kid like over here who be like he stand on the head on top of the desk, and you yes. be like, hey, you good? I'm just like so yeah. I so it, it it leaves a chance for the child that only need that little bit of help to get left behind because. Their issues are not as strong as the other issues. So I just kept my kids, the um, IEP in place just in case it was needed for, like, maybe testing or, you uh, know, they get yeah. a longer time or they could sit by themselves or something like that. But they weren't, uh, they weren't able to actually work with the kids that had behavior problems. So I was still thankful that we could keep it, you know, aligned or whatever. But I just know y'all have a whole different job to do and when when you care for for children in that age range that you're working with like that's really a pivotal point mm -hmm. because you think about it they don't had to be like they don't had the beginning you know the, the pre-k up until i'll just say third grade mm -hmm. they've had that if that foundation wasn't set mm -hmm. then that next level yeah and that's basically what i basically that's basically what i do i have to like reset your foundation Correct. so by the time you come to me it's like bro you like everything is like messed up so what i try to do is like all right i try to like i gotta teach you like social i teach you how to like act i gotta get you right before you go to middle school right that's basically my like my job like you can't be doing all this in middle school so i have to like get the kids right for the school. some of them it worked and they be like okay they find out how to behave better some of them you just be like all right just i don't know what to do about you do you use more tactics from your personal experience or do you use more of what like the system says you should you um should use? i use a little bit of i use a little bit of both because sometimes the system will say you do this but then you gotta like know the kid like, see that's what i'm thinking too because you know how they set the standards across the board like they don't individualize it so that's why i'm like as a teacher is that something that you have to become familiar with like um yeah i have to still teach the standard but like with my students like i usually start i teach on standard but i have to like start like i have to modify it so i might like be on like a fourth grade standard but i got to teach you like a second grade prerequisite so okay so you can so by the like probably like instead of like being on like you know regular class might be on unit for like a few weeks we might be on that like for like a month or two Okay. I had to like come full circle. I teach you like. So you do get that leeway because you know a lot of times uh, you don't get that leeway. So that's really. Yeah, a lot of in regular class, no. But in my class, I, I can say it's a modification. Okay. Because they weren't understanding this. So in order for me to get them to understand this, then I had I to teach to them this. this. Okay. Yeah. Which makes sense, which, which makes a lot of sense. So do they know that you do music? My students, no. Really? 
No, it's just we live in the age of social media. And if my students was like, oh, I saw him on Instagram. I saw him on YouTube. Nah, that would be like probably all over the school. Parents would be like calling me. So, but so do you, let me ask you this then. Do you implement music in your instruction at all? Um, yeah, in English I do, like with writing and stuff like I that. I would. I know I would because chi- these children learn stuff through music so fast, man, and they catch on so fast. Like if you look at like the the TikTokers and all that stuff, like they learn that music super fast. And yeah. I know with my children's school, they chanted. They did the chants. Yeah, so I more so tell my students I'm a writer. I don't be like I'm an artist. I like I know how to write. Oh, okay. Which I mean, when you think about it, that's exactly. I mean, what I it am is. a I am a songwriter, so that's what I focus on. Like when people be like, "Oh, you do music?" I'd be like, "Yeah, I'm a writer. Like I can write stuff like really well." So, like in in English and ELA, like when we write, and I focus on like you know, I try to relate to them like you know, when little baby said this, this was a metaphor or this was right. like stuff like that. See, that's uh, see, I think that's the kind of the kind of teacher I would be like mm-hmm. I would make it relatable to what yeah to what they can listen to and yeah. what they know yeah. because when you make it relatable is because those the my teachers when I was in school that made it relatable those are the teachers that I remember the most right you know like I had a fourth grade teacher to this day she said she don't remember but she told me that Hannah the name Hannah is a palindrome mm-hmm and she said she don't remember this, but I remember her telling me that, and I read a book, and that's yeah. So that's how I found out what a pe- but she she was like, "Don't you sure?" I said, "I'm positive. I remember in fourth grade, you taught me that." And she was like, "Wow!" But I remembered that because that was something that kind of stuck out to me, and I was like, "Oh, so if you spell Hannah this way, you spell." Cool. Now I got a big word under my belt. So you know, children, when you make it relatable, mm-hmm. it works. Yeah, I think so. No, it it do. Like when you, when they actually when they have like a reason, like when kids don't know why they learning or something, they like a lot of time they tune out. So you got to feel like, what am I gonna use this for? Right. So you always I always have to connect. Like you use it here or you use it there. Like you say you won't be a rapper. Like. And you can't use, you don't know what the metaphor simile is, you're going to be messed up. That's right. So so how many kids do you have in your in, like in your class? Right now I got like 10, but I can have up to like 16. Okay. And, and how many actually log in every day? I'm just asking. Uh, Most of my kids log in every day. Okay, cool. But I kind of have like that rapport with them and they report with their parents to be like, like he need to log on. This ain't like, so some parents was like, oh, this is Vanessa. I'm like, no, I will, I will fail your kid if you don't log on. Right, because, you know, see, this is, like, what a lot of, I think we talked about this at the beginning of, like, the school year, and we were saying a lot of people looking at virtual learning, like, it's homeschooling, and mm-hmm. to a certain, like, teachers are still working, like, they're still teaching, so, no, it's virtual learning, it's, like. Yeah, it's just, it's just like it's when. It's just show up. When you, it's just like when you be in, like, <laughs> like if you be in college, go to your living room, <laughs> sit down at the table, and I'm about to teach you, but it's not, I don't, it's. It's really just more about the parents' involvement I and stuff so like too. that, mm-hmm. because it's teaching is still the same. It's not. It's no different. Like I'm still doing like exactly what I would be mm-hmm. doing in a classroom. I'm just not in a classroom. Mm-hmm. So it's more so like the kids who like really struggle be like, what is your parent involvement? The kids who are selling at it, mm-hmm. their parent involvement is like 
the parents are on it. But the kids okay. who are struggling at it, it's like, my mama don't care if I log on or or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's because what happens is now like um. It, it what happens is people have to learn how to get in that curve, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So now they're having to work. So if your routine is this every day, you get up, you get your kids ready, you drop them off at school, you go to your job, you work, you come back, you get them, y'all go home, and now they've been put in a position to either they got to hire somebody to beat up their kids if they're going to work. Mm-hmm. If their kids are under 12 or 13, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of people having a hard time just kind of getting in that curve because just school, as important as school is to the children, it is for parents as well. Mm-hmm. I know because, like, my kids went to KIPP, and KIPP stayed in school from 7 to 5, mm. which mm. was a blessing to me because I didn't have to pay for child, for after-school care yeah. I could, you know, and I didn't have to worry about being late for work mm-hmm. trying to take them because they had to be there at seven fifteen, seven thirty. So mm-hmm. I just know it, you know, it gets mm-hmm. kind of tricky trying to have somebody there with their children doing this virtual learning, and then all all homes aren't even safe. Yeah, you worry so, about that. Like, you know, if you if you're in an abusive relationship and you like the the mother, like the mother or the father, know it's an abusive relationship. But they can't, they ain't in a position to just escape, you know what I'm saying, like that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like, so they know being at home, like, they know what they're subjecting their kids to. So I can see how a lot of the parents kind of get lost, has gotten lost in the sauce with all of this stuff going on. I just, I just really hope and pray that, um, I know they're saying that they're, they're going to open the schools back up. Um, I think in January or something like that. I don't. I don't really know. Like m- my youngest child, sixteen, so it doesn't matter if they open it back up or not. On you know, on a personal level, because mm-hmm. she logging in, she don't care where y'all tell her school at. Like she was, <laughs> she was totally distraught Thursday and Friday. She was like, "So, oh, we going to McDonald's?" I'm like, "No, you can come to the job." But then they canceled school for her. Mm-hmm. So she, she was getting dressed to go to work with me, mm-hmm. and she was like. Mom, I say the school been canceled. So I'm like, oh, well, you can still go. Right. But I just know how adamant she was to wake up with the lights off. It was like, so what are we going to do about school? Starbucks. Right, right. <laughs> can we, we go to McDonald's. I say McDonald's. No. <laughs> <laughs> we, can, we can go out there and see if the lights come on at the job. Yeah. But, you know, I guess, too, at that age where you're in that development stage, you want to – like that's the kind of child you want to develop but them. That's into. when you get serious about school. Yeah, like around like sixteen and seventeen. That's when you like, all right, if I don't do it, they gonna fail me. Yeah. So it's on. It's on. It's be, it. it become on. It become on you. So at that age, most people be like, all right, I'm trying to go to school, or I'm trying to do something like extra. So I gotta like really take school serious. School become like your job. It's like your first job. Like where you be like, all right, I got to go. And I got to be there on time. Right, yeah, because, like see, and that's the part that people miss about school because school teaches discipline, social skills. Like, it's so much more that goes into, into it. school. Yeah, teacher, than just yeah. learning. Like, you learn so many of the life lessons, you know, just around that. And I'll be honest with you, I'm just, I'm just really, like, with the age group that you work that you're working with, 
I hope that you do get kids that are like that you can try help train to be motivated, self motivated, so that we won't have to depend on the parents that you know what I'm saying as much to do certain things because when you're self motivated. It's a whole, it's a difference. Like, mm-hmm. your parents ain't stopping you. Like, you got goals set. You know what you want to do. Do you go over goals with your kids at the beginning? All the time. Cool. All the time. Because I don't, Um, I try to make my kids, like, understand, like, it don't matter, like, where you come from. Like, like my upbringing, I had, like, it wasn't, like, the most, like, easiest or wasn't the most, like, normal upbringing. So, I try to be, like, look. If you don't, if you want to get out your life, right, you got how's going different. on? This like school is the easy school and sports is the easiest path to like change your life. Like if they tell you they want to be a rapper, what you gonna tell them? I mean, go for it. Like we in two thousand and twenty, nigga, whatever you want to be is like try it. just just try it because you never know like what can happen. Like you never like it's not even about like how good you are anymore it's just about like hard work about hard work i tell people all the time hard work beat talent any day if your work ethic is look here you a person could be the michael jackson of what they do if their work ethic is not the michael jackson of what they do they they it doesn't matter if like you, seriously, it's, it's if not. you start like I want to be a rapper, you say all right, I'll be a rapper at ten at ten years old. If you consistent at ten and you putting in that work and you don't stop, by the time you turn around and you like eighteen and nineteen, people might be looking at you just yeah. because it just it's it's about consistency. Now it used to be like you know back in the day, you know people going to like Motown and they'd be like, all right, hear me sing. This is what I can do. Give me a deal. But now it's like we got to see you work. Absolutely. So what? So what's your situation as far as, um, you know, managing as well as being an ind- Are you an independent artist? Yes. Solely independent. Okay. W- what's the ideal situation for you as far as being signed? I mean, for me, I mean, a lot of people say they want to stay independent. I'm not one of the people who want to stay independent. Okay. Like I'm, I like I'm trying to like figure out how they like. I'm trying to get a deal, not like a bullshit deal, but like. Like a you deal. You want some leverage. You, you yeah. want to be able to I wanna go be, in like a business. I want to have a create. I want to have creative control of my music, but I want to like. I want to deal. Like I don't have to be independent. I don't. A lot of people say like stay independent, stay independent, because you have your own. But my thing is like, I just like making music. So in like the business side of it, which I'm doing right now, it's not something that I inspire to always do. Okay. I rather like get the money from the music and move it to another business. Like, you know, so, like, like how Rihanna, like, made her, like, clothing line and all stuff like that. Like, people have other businesses right. that they run in. But when it comes, like, to, like, like with, like, the marketing and stuff and the music, it's not something that I inspire to do. So, like, right now, I just be, like, working and, like, try to get signed. But a lot of people say, like, they want to stay independent. But I'm not one of those people that want to. I don't really want to stay independent. I believe in independency and, you know, owning your masters and everything like that. But it's not as like like people be like I want all the money, and I'm not like really a money person. I'm not really like if I have like a hundred thousand, if I have like if I can live comfortable and good. So I'm not okay. one of the people that be like I gotta have a million dollars. I'm like okay, this like music when music pays as much as teaching do it, it's gonna be like yeah. I'm good. Right. So it's gonna be like I'm gonna keep going, but it's gonna be like all right now I can actually do what I want to do. 
for for a living. I'm not one of people to be like, I got to be like Drake or I got to make like millions of dollars. I'm trying to do this, like. So okay, so so you wanted to, you want to, you you would like a record deal where you could go into business with the company. So that's pretty much what you're saying, because like you don't, you're not one of those people that want all that stuff to fall on you when you yeah, know you need so, some help. Yeah, I know. So it's like, it's a lot of work. So I don't want to be like, I gotta set up the concert. I gotta set up this. I gotta set up right. that. I want to be like. All right, here's my album. That's what I did. And there you go. There you go. So, so let me ask you this: Do you have a manager now, or you just kind of like? No, I kind of like do my own thing, cause like after being in the industry for a long time, like a lot of people prey on indie artists. So, like, my thing is like, if when I get a manager, it's gonna be like I'm gonna need one. Like, it's gonna be like. I can't do this by myself. You're kind of in demand. Yeah, so I'm not going to be like, pay somebody to be like, say you're my manager, Mm -hmm. and then you can't do anything for me. And a lot of people do that. They'd be like, all right, you pay me like $1,200 a month, and I'll like be your manager. And you'd be like, well, then what are you going to do for me? So my thing now, like after being in the game and like learning and studying it, it's like the basic thing is like when you skip with somebody, what is it that you can do for me? So if I'm working with you, what what can you do for me? If you, like, you got to know a little bit behind the background and stuff, like, this is oh, what they're supposed to be doing. And a lot of people don't be knowing, like, what it's supposed to be doing. So, Well, I'm I, just, now, I, and I, I totally agree with the um, taking advantage of a lot of the artists, only, only because a lot of them, like you said, they don't research, they don't really know what's um what's entailing and we talk about titles all the time like to me title set boundaries if you say you're my manager there are certain things that you present from the beginning that that you kind of set the parameters you tell me what it is that you're going to be doing i shouldn't have to ask you what you like what what it is that you're doing but a manager is supposed to be like like i'm i'm in high demand and you're supposed to help me like sort the shit out exactly and remain there so if i'm not in high demand Bro. there's no need for me to be like I'm gonna pay you this money unless you're gonna be like giving me shows that I couldn't normally get for myself well, I don't understand well, that, that's the thing about being a manager that's one of the things about um being a manager is that you are supposed to be able to create situations that the other person the, can't create yeah that the other person wouldn't be able, not necessarily wouldn't be able to but it would be much harder for them to create for themselves so I absolutely agree. Like if if you're gonna have a manager, but like I said, the manager themselves should just kind of upfront tell you what the expectations are, what the goals are, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Now, that, as an artist, that don't necessarily mean you just lay back and don't just shit. I'm paying him, let him do it all. No, no it did. It's it don't a, mean it's that. A, that's what I'm saying. Like it's it's be still business. So a lot of times. That I think that disconnect is there where the expectations from the artists are a little bit different from what the, yeah, manager, the manager is providing. But all of that could be cut short if from the beginning this is what you and I are agreeing on. Mm-hmm. And in in that agreement, things are subject to change, but when they do, we need to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we we all need to know. Like, don't just have shit going. You know what I'm saying? Changing and it's like, so we ain't doing that no more. Look, sir, 
we're in a business. When things change, you let us know. When you add or delete something, you let us know. But I think it's that communication that um, communication is there. But because managers are really a good asset. Like, because, you know, like the managers even teach, um, like, artist etiquette. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, they, that's something that they take on as far as grooming the artists and, you know, just, just you know, that's just a part of what one of the thing, few things that they do. But I'll be honest with you, too. A lot of y'all ain't, like, groomed, but, like, it's like, I know that ain't, this ain't how it go. Like, they, they, they won't listen. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy. I'm, yeah, I know a lot of people. I know a lot of people like that. Um, For me, it's just so, like, I'm just, because I'm, like, I'm a teacher, and I analyze, and I, I'm going to look at you. Like, if you said, like, you a manager, I'm going to be like, all right, how do you carry yourself? I'm going to do my research. I'm like, I'm going to go on your social media and be like, all right, what are you doing? <gasps> you going on that social media? Yeah, I'm, I'm researching. And what you gonna look at on that social media? You just look and see, just like what, <laughs> see what they doing, see what they talking about. Um, Google search people all the time before I like work with a company, like promotional company. So not Google search like what are reviews? Really? What are reviews on this person? Because that's the kind of world we live in. Absolutely, and everything. Hey, and everything is pretty. And you know that's probably why I have a big, big problem with continuing to get these texts from the um, the Democratic party they it's public records to see people they have they voted and all that stuff so if you know that some if why ain't they looking to see if people done voted before they keep sending them them dang on messages they ain't worry about that push the agenda push the, Sheesh. Ag- push the agenda it's like Do some research man black people and democrats they try to correlate the two so they they gonna push it and that's and it's so weird to me that they do correlate the two because there are so many black people who are not. Yeah, it's it's a lot of people that aren't, but like I guess they just said we're gonna try. Cause a lot of us don't know though, so a lot of us don't know exactly what does the Democrat Party stand for. But see, I'm what independent, does so the I, Republican I, Party stand for. What yeah. is it that people stand for? So we just go off of like. Our culture, African-Americans, we go off of what's trending. A lot of people don't really know, don't do research on stuff. So it would be like, all right, so everybody say vote for this person. I'm going to vote for this person just because this is what everybody else is doing. And they know that, so that's why they targeted us. Because they know, like, you ain't going on there and figuring out, like, what is this person really about? You just, everybody, like, you know 10 people voting for this person, so are you going to vote for this person just because... I know one of my friends, um, she put up on social media the other day that um, it was a picture of, like, Martin Lawrence. Um, it was, like, Martin Lawrence, Will Smith, Wesley Snipes. It was, like, four, um, like, billionaires or mm-hmm. millionaires or whatever. And she was, like, what y'all didn't know are that they're Trump supporters. And everybody was coming like, what difference does it make? I was like, first of all, you don't even know if them people vote or not. Like, mm-hmm. they're they in a position to not care one way or another. You feel what I'm saying? So, like, why? I'm just like, why are you even pushing it? Like, you don't really know. Yeah, but it's people need to stop making, like, voting like a race thing. Yeah. Because there's a difference between... It's about what you want. Like, there's a difference between what the rich black community want and what the poor Thank black community you. want. Thank you. See, that, and see, that's 
that's my thing. Like how like how can a person like the person that that posted this particular picture like you're not even in the same arena that the, the, the same mm-hmm. nothing that these people in. Don't let that worry you. Like regardless of who you support, support them. Support mm-hmm. them because like as like you said, like everybody needs something different. Vote for who you feel like will be the best for the best. for what you need, for mm-hmm. what your family need. Like, quit focusing on the stuff that they really drive and they want you to focus on. Like, quit doing yeah, it. Yeah, that's what they want you to do. Like, a lot of people was like, I can't believe 50 Cent support Trump. But 50 Cent is a billionaire. And uh, Biden is talking about taxing them 62%. So, I ain't, I ain't vote for somebody that's going to take that's what that, but see, all that's, that money That's what I'm me. saying. Like, and, and then those people don't speak for all the black people. They that's don't. just like when they posted that picture of Lil Wayne with Donald Trump. Like, who... I was just like, he been out of touch with the damn reality. Like, what are you talking about? But they, they, the people that most people have that have money, covet their interests, and that's a that's a problem that a lot of poor people don't have. We don't covet our interests. Like, what is it that we want? What is it that we, what is it that we can do? Like, uh, we have more power than we think we have. Like, we could come, absolutely, we come together and they say, okay, this is what we want. And if you do this for us, then we all going to vote for you. But, see, that's what I'm saying. This is the thing right here. So I put up a, um uh excerpt from Damon Wayans on social media the other day from one of his comedy specials and from 1990. Mm-hmm. And he talked about black people getting comfortable. And he was like, as a brother, you don't get comfortable. I, I don't care. Like, you don't get comfortable. Because he was like, when you become the rich black person, that's when you get used, and they'll just send you out there to speak for all the people. And it's like, hell uh, no, yeah. you can't. And a lot of people, like I said, they do what's trending. So yeah, if, that's what he. That's exactly what he's if saying. If you like, see Wayne voting for this person, or you see Kanye voting for this person, then a lot of people just gonna be like, oh, well, Wayne voted for him. I'm gonna vote for him too. Just, just offer of just the simple of. That uh, is crazy. There's a lot more. There's a lot more people. I always tell people there's a lot less intelligent people than we actually think. Oh, I can. I can definitely. Um, I can definitely believe that. And the main reason I can is because of what people are moved by. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like the certain stuff that people are moved mm-hmm. by. Like, um, it was a. It was something that I saw on social media not long ago talking about Birkin, Birkin bags. And I'm like, they have always been a good brand. They've all, you know, since they came out or whatever. But I can clearly recall my mama purchasing a Birkin bag for way less than what they're going for now. But it's about that influence, it's about that culture influence. And my thing is, how do you go from selling your bags from like hundreds of dollars to thousands of dollars because now these rappers saying Brandon, Brandon is everything. Yeah. I could be the hottest rapper that you don't know, but ain't nobody finna listen to me till somebody else says You hot. Listen to him. Ain't that something? And so Brandon is everything. So, so if you start off like making something and it's only ten dollars, but then you get somebody who influences a lot of people to like wear it. And then that thing that was ten dollars, you can now sell for a thousand dollars just because 
this person, person a person said had they wear. said they wear it. And that's people are easily influenced and that's the game. That's why I said it's not about talent no more. It's all about like how much work you put in, who knows you, what somebody says about you. Now the world that we live in is based off of like how what are, what does your social media look like? Like first thing people are gonna do is when you are an artist, they're gonna go to your social media, they're gonna be like, All right, what's the, what's what's going on? Who likes him? Oh, he don't have enough followers. I don't care what the hell his music is. He he can't be he can't be as good as he say he is, cause he don't got the people Behind to match him. to say he good it is. So for artists, just out of curiosity, cause I honestly don't know, what's a good number of followers for people to really be like, okay. It depends on like what your trajectory. What do you want to do? Like for me, I don't focus on that. I focus on building like real relationships. So I might not have ten thousand followers. But I do have people that like, hey, yo, I fuck with your shit. Yeah, engaging. See, that's see, cause, cause, see, that's the tricky part to me, because I see people with a lot of followers all the time, but they don't have no engagement on their pages. So, like, I like the to be able to respond mm-hmm. to the people on my page and actually build a network through them, versus having like the all these followers and no interactions or engagement. Yeah, it it just we just live in an age of time where it just takes time. Like, if you're trying to be something, you're not going. It's no more like, all right, I'm trying to be this, and I did this thing, and you might have did really good, but you it's gonna take time. So you got to do that thing that you did really good. You gonna have to do it like six times before people be like, all right, this person is good at this. Right. So like even with like with y'all like y'all a radio show, y'all gonna have to like keep doing it for people to be like, all right, this is like. This is a good show. Absolutely. And and see, that's the thing. Like, repetition for one. And then, like you said, branding for two. And just really um, believing in and standing behind what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I think all of that um, all of that works. Now, for you, I know that it had been a minute before you released new music. Mm-hmm. So, what happened between, like, how, many, how long did you take off? Oh, probably about. A year or two but it was just about getting everything right because like like people be like okay you put out music and i put out music a lot of people put out music but a lot of people don't put it out the right way so far as like it's not even like first like you gotta like have to sound like your sound quality gotta be like okay this is something that you can like push and you can move then you gotta have like a plan like so a lot of like before I would just like release music and I'd be like, oh, it's good. And people tell me it's good. But I didn't have like as far as like not even a plan, but like financial ability to like okay, to do X, Y and Z. Right. And in this game, like I'm telling anybody who's like trying to be an artist, it is a pay to play game. Absolutely. And a lot of people don't. When you start out, you don't you really have know. have a budget. You don't really know that. You just be like, all right, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be tight. I'm gonna be dope. And people gonna just like gravitate to me, but it's not, it's not that way. We live in a world that it's like now, like, what can you? If I do something for you, what can you do for me? So it's like, either gonna like, and even just with like getting people to listen and getting like fan stuff, it's like, what are you giving us? Like, it's not more nor so people aren't like, okay, I heard him, he's good, so let's let's push him. It's like, what can you do for me? Even it's like, even with like influencers and everything like that like stuff that i had to like really research and things like that because people would always be like i like your music you good 
And I used to be like, but why ain't it like, why ain't I right. like took but off? Did like, you ever tell them to go to YouTube and say it on your page? Yeah, so I tell people that all the time. So if people text me, I hate when people do this. When people text me or people message me and be like, yo, that was good. I'd be like, don't tell me in private something was good. Right. Go like put that on social media, say it to people so other people will say, okay, it's good. Because when you text me in private, I understand like what you're trying to do. But that doesn't necessarily really help me because I can't like screenshot a text message and be like, look what somebody said about me. Right. Like, like for real, like that. But it makes sense. But you'll be surprised because I've heard this quite a few times. Like, people can't really support you publicly because of certain things. Because everybody wants to be cool. So, yeah. So, if I support, if I support you, you're groupie. Like, yeah. No, like, that's, that's how people see, or it's like, uh, you're doing something that somebody else wants to do, and it's like competition. Oh, you are doing what my homeboy do? So if I support you, and I can't I support my, say. I can't support my homeboy. It turns into like a thing, like what people be like. It's not enough for all of us, and I try to like everybody I work with. I try to tell them like, it, but it really is. Like we live in it. We're not in a music industry where it's like everybody is divine for that number one spot. It's people that don't even chart that make millions in this thing. Well, see that's see that's my thing. Like the way that things are designed and set up now, it's room for everybody. Like you can have your own set of supporters, mm-hmm. and and still eat. Like so, it, that doesn't stop them from supporting somebody else. That's the part that that gets kind of tricky to me, is that people really feel like you only support one person, or mm, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like that's I don't know, but the way the way things are set up now with the technology with just social media, with um, just so many outlets and so many different avenues, you can have your own set of supporters and still, mm-hmm. you know, and still, and still do, do good. Thing. A lot of people be worried about, like, a lot of people be worried about how stuff looks. Like, we are very self-conscious people, so we always wonder about, like, if I do this, how does it look to everybody else? So Well, I mean, to a certain extent, I guess that matters to some people. I can't necessarily say that it ma- that it matters to me. It don't really matter to me either. But a lot yeah. of people are like a lot of people are like that. They're like, "Well, I'll do this, but I won't do this," mm-hmm. or "I'll I'll shout you out on my story, but I'm not finna post you on my page because then that's like permanent. So that means like I really like like you. So it's kind of like it's kind of like steps. I gotta wait till other people be like, okay, like like let's say like I drop a project and somebody else who's big drop a project people were like oh this person's big so sh- putting them out there somebody is gonna be like yeah i like them too like we like what's the name but if you like be like if you shout out little baby and even though little baby is not gonna don't even need it he don't even need it he don't he not even gonna do nothing for you like i've had like be like shout me out and i'm gonna do something for you but people be like, nah, I'm shy, little baby, because little baby gone. <laughs> somebody gonna like this. Somebody gonna say something about it. Somebody gonna. It's yeah, it's weird because people like care about how they look. So, a lot of people won't mess with your wave until it's a rave. Until it's like, I have no choice but to like him. Like, cause right. he done. Cause everybody like him. Cause now. everybody like him now. So, so on the the new project that you the um okay, so on the new project that you have. What, like, how many is it an EP? Like, how many? Um, so I just released two singles. Like, okay. just, 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 it just, it's, it's a EP, but it's only two songs. 
it's like in preparation for the project that I'm working on. And, so and what's the what's the two singles that um um one of the singles is called Stack It, and Stack It is just about a song about just like staying focused on your goals and stacking your paper and just not being distracted. And another song is called the other song is called Let Loose and it's featuring one of my friends Saint Sarah Official, and it's just about like you know like I like I took time off but like. I'm about to like go in on. So what's the name of it? What's the name of the? So you just so the whole them? the whole thing is called about downtown because a lot of people was like, "Hey, bro, oh, when okay. you gonna release music?" Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people have been like, "All right, when the single gonna come out? When the single gonna come out? Like when you gonna release it?" And I have been like performing one of the songs, getting like time of gauge and stuff like that. And people was like, "Hey, when is it gonna be available?" So I was like. I just called the whole thing about downtown because, like, nigga, it's about downtown. Oh, okay. So that's going to be the name of the project that you... So the pro No, the project that I'm working on right now, like, in its entirety, is called Free Individual. Cool. But this little okay. is called about downtown. About downtown because it's just like, nigga, finally. Like, right. right. <laughs> A couple of songs. Be, right? and, yeah. And, th- and all these songs can be found on all digital platforms, or where did you release it? Um, yeah, so all my music can be found everywhere. So if you, if you, Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube, Google Play, Amazon, Napster, whatever, there's out there to listen to. Oh, okay. To. It's, so it's, 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 it's there. Right. I ain't heard that in so long. I'm like, what? I'm just, it's what, if it's, if it's could be played there, if you search Anakin and Jedi, you can find me. So, what, um, which one can we hear first today? Um, we could just go with Stack It first. We just go in order. Okay. Let's hear Stack It, then DJ Lab. So you stack it, stack it, stack it, stack it, stack it till you get free. And so you stack it, stack it, stack it, stack it, stack it till you get free. If you ain't about your goals, then don't bother me. Honey, honey, 50, 50, 20, 20, 10, 10. Flip that shit, invest that shit, and do that shit again. So you stack it, stack it, stack it, stack it, stack it till you get free. If you ain't about your goals, then don't bother me. Lately, I've been in the cut, trying to lay low. I can't stop till I build this shit up. Let go. Sitting, thinking on everything that I pray for. Lately, only thing I pray is that I fucking make more. And nah, I ain't greedy. Just want to live life on easy. What it feel like to be breezy. I can't fuck with these hoes. These hoes be hella needy. And they bring distractions. They try to take you from your passion. My focus is trying to make it happen. So no, I can't take you out the pop of those. I'm trying to make sure the lyric fucking dominoes. Being the man is my only goal. So I can't waste time. Who cares if you a dime? Every penny gotta be mine. I'm trying to lead a bitch. So I'm stacking every cent. I'm chasing dreams. Not chasing hoes. I'm focusing on the flows. Can't you see your young nigga got gold? And so you stack it, stack it, stack it, stack it, stack it till you get free. And so you stack it, stack it, stack it, stack it, stack it till you get free. If you ain't about your goals, then don't bother me. Honey, honey, 50, 50, 20, 20, 10, 10. Flip that shit, invest that shit, and do that shit again. So you stack it, stack it, stack it. 
stack it, stack it, stack it till you get free. If you ain't about your goals, then don't bother me. Okay, I'm too focused. Them dudes is too hopeless. We know they ice is so bogus. They just trying to stunt. Meanwhile, I'm on the goal line. They lining up for the plant. I'm swinging for the fences and they trying to bunt. We about the weed and the money. They about the hoes and the blunt. And that's the shit that got me stumped. Cause if they always talking, moving the brick, but be broken shit. I guess they focus on the flashy. I'm cool with being nasty. This deck ain't gon' have me classy. I'm pulling up in something nasty. Do something that can make the fam happy. And I know it ain't coming overnight. But I want my dollars crisp like a sprite. How hard you gotta grind just to see the light. You start stacking when you're not cool with living all right. And I'm stacking up my dollars till they reach the perfect height. And that's only right. I swear to God. And so you stack it, stack it, stack it, stack it, stack it till you get free. So you stack it, stack it, stack it, stack it, stack it till you get free. If you ain't about your goals, then don't bother me. Honey, honey, 50, 50, 20, 20, 10, 10. Flip that shit, invent that shit, and do that shit again. So you stack it, stack it, stack it, stack it, stack it till you get free. If you ain't about your goals, then don't bother me. Now, you know I got, first of all, let me just tell you, I'm a lyricist, and I, I like to write, too, so I just didn't dissect it all. But what about, why you can't tell like the papa, though? I'm just, just, I'm just focused. You just got to, when you're going for your, like, a lot of, when you're going for your dreams, and people don't understand, like, how it is being an artist. Like, when it's an artist, I got to put real money into this shit. So, like, sometimes I can't take, women out on dates because i like have to really be like damn people don't understand like it's like it's music for me is like a bill so it's like i can't go to papa those every weekend i can't take you out all the sometimes it's gonna be like i can't do that right now because i literally just dropped 400 on this promotion i just did this i just had to do this i just had to do that and i can't do that right now and a lot of people when you are doing something that takes time. A lot of people don't understand that. What do you mean you can't go out with me? And they be like, Ugh. "So what? What you gonna do about? Do you have a okay? So let let, let me go back here, because from what I can hear, mm-hmm. you ain't ha- you don't have no mate. No, right now I'm single. But it's but if I date somebody, like I talk to people and they gotta understand, like this is what I'm trying to do. Like if you trying to be like if somebody trying to be a doctor. People understand they trying to be a doctor. So they don't be trying to, like, derail them. It's like, that's how I feel like with music. Like, I'm trying to be something. Like, if you're a doctor, you got to go to school. You got to go through a residency. You don't be having money like that because you're trying to become a doctor and you can't really work. So the person you with got to understand, like, I understand, like, right now he not there, but he trying to be a doctor, like. So, so the dating pool, so the dating pool really got like PP in it. Like, I put that up the other day, and I was no, nah, like yeah, because like what? And I was only kidding, but because I it's really right because it's like it's from like just from like a male perspective. Like women be like men are like dirty, but we be like nah. But there's some women out here that would be like, have you out here? You gonna spend like a hundred dollars, and they don't even really like you, but you done like bought drinks food everything and they just use you like i was hungry tonight so i went out with him okay so let me so i'm sure it's a bad bunch 
on both sides. It, it really is. So it's like. But this is my thing right here. Okay, so you meet somebody. You like them. You like them enough to want to go out with them. Not necessarily saying you got to go to some more expensive place or whatever, but you like them enough to at least see if you want them in your personal space. See, this is my thing that, that I have to try to teach the men around me. <laughs> the first time you go out with somebody is like the most important date of it all. And, and I need for you to talk on the phone with, to them at least twice within the first two weeks of, you know, just kind of before you take them out. Because sometimes even a phone conversation can show you that you really – you ain't, you know, shane it next. Yeah. Or when you finally do meet them, your first date, you ain't even really got to spend a whole lot of money. Y'all can meet up at Starbucks. You can meet somewhere. Because your goal is to find out if you even want this person in your personal space. Yeah. Like, a, most, a lot of times, because see, like, with men, I know that you all are attracted to a person. So, like, for y'all, it's like, Okay, so I like her. I'm attracted to her. But everybody ain't worth that. So you're you right. You're you know right. what I'm saying? Like, so you gotta know, like, you you definitely want to make sure that this is somebody you want in your personal space. But I think people just kind of move so dang on fast. Mm-hmm. So the wires get crossed, signals get mixed. You know what I'm saying? It's like a whole bunch of stuff that go on that don't necessarily have to go on. Yeah, I, I'm 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 different though. I'm like if I'm dating you, I don't I'm a bitch you. So like I'm a like I gotta like know you like. Okay, so this is what only this is what I'm saying. If it goes like this, missing because see you got to know the red flags and you got to know the green flags too. Mm-hmm. Like it's important for you to know both or to recognize both because you'll mess up something before. You even you ain't really had to like you'll mess it up thinking that they one way when that ain't the flag she gave you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's not what she gave you. And then when you go back and think about it after you you know it didn't work and it's like dang no. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't box everybody in, but you definitely don't want to dismiss nothing that you know is a deal breaker. Yeah, I mean I don't I don't box people in. I'm more so me for right now. Like what I'm trying to do, I try to make I try to deal with like minded people like me. Like, you got goals, you got ambition, you got, like, you be working, like, you understand, like, what's going on. Like, I don't really try to make with people, like, that don't, like, aren't, like, trying to do, like, something. Or not, or don't understand, like, you got to work, you, like, busy, like, you do, like. So, 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 let me, I just got to ask. What you asking? Are you the pull up on me guy? No. Babe, I'm working. I'm doing my music. Pull up on me. I am I am not. And you like, what? How we go from that to pull up? Uh, right, like no. I am not a pull up on me guy because Just call me when you have time, honey. I like <laughs> Right. <laughs> I like attention and I like time. So I am not a pull up on me time person. I am not a well, I'm just gonna come with you to the studio type of person. I'm like, your time is your time, and when I'm doing something else, that's time I'm doing something when else. When is your birthday? November the 10th. Oh, wow. So you got a birthday coming up. I do. Happy early birthday, yo, Scorpio. 
You are reasonable anyway. I am not. Can nobody please you? No way. That is not true. <laughs> Why do people, just people think that about Scorpio? Just, that is not kidding. true. We are very. We're like kind of like most most real people to please because we tell you what we want, and if you just do it, then we are pleased. But some people be like, nah, but I see, ain't that's what it, see the, so. That, let me tell you. So they don't compromise well. So it's kind of like if I tell you this is what I want, like ain't no compromise on this is just what I want. Right. So it makes it difficult for the next person to really get in y'all's space. For one, y'all don't trust a soul. Let me just go there. We do not. Y'all don't trust a soul. So it make it hard for a woman to really get into your personal space and do what they have to do because if they ain't doing it how you want them to do it, it ain't right. No, like it, it gets weird. But we, but we give what we, we give what we want. So if you be like, this is what I want, I'm gonna do everything that you want. But I'm gonna be like, now when it's my turn. <laughs> but see, that's what I'm saying. Y'all do stuff with like a motive. It's yeah, not. Like, it's not. It's, it's not a weird. motive. We just big on reciprocation. It's not. It's not like I do. I don't do stuff to be like, are you gonna do it back to me? But it's like reciprocate i'm big on reciprocation but see i'm big on i'm let me tell you so i'm big on reciprocation too but the, the thing about it is i'm just trying to put it into realistic terms for your <laughs> ideas for you because if i don't know nothing else i know y'all scorpio right. okay so i'm big on reciprocation too but i'm also big on compromising like so if you say this is what i want you more than likely you gonna say how you want it. Like it's gonna be it's gonna be a whole lot to go along with that. All I'm saying is if a person give it to you and it doesn't come the way you want it to come, still accept it because y'all probably have two different love languages or y'all probably because you know you know y'all probably on two different levels, but still accept it and just know that it came from a a good place. You know what I'm saying versus. Not accepting it or complaining about it when it's the exact same thing you asked for, it just didn't come like you wanted it. I'm good on compromising, but it's got to be like a two way street. So if you do give me, I I don't have a problem with compromising, but like you cannot be like you got to compromise too. So I get that, but listen to what I'm saying. So say for instance. If your girl call you and be like, if you call, if your girl call you and say, have you had anything to eat? And you like, no. And she like, well, what you want? And you tell her what you, you don't tell her, go buy KFC. Right. You tell her, shoot, I want some chicken. And she go to freaking churches. Mm-hmm. And when she get there with the chicken, it's like, I don't know, damn churches. If you if you if you my girl, you know I don't like church. See that's what I'm saying. See no, that's see that's what but I'm, I'm gonna saying. But I'm gonna know what you like. So that's like if you say I say, hey babe, what you want to eat? And you be like, uh, I just want some Mexican. If I know you don't eat Taco Bell, I'm not going to Taco Bell. It don't. You said Mexican, but I know you like Chipotle, so I'm going to Chipotle. We are very analytic. We analyze. But that, I know what but, you want. But listen to what I am saying. Y'all expect for other people to be the same way, right. and you can't expect that. This is all I'm saying. I work on that. I ain't that's gonna lie to that's you, what I'm that, saying. You gotta. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about when it comes to like compromising or being more specific like don't t- if you know that you're a picky person you know that there are certain things don't expect for me to know certain things 
if you have not mentioned them, regardless of if I'm your girl or not. Do you see where I'm going with this? I don't respect you. So if you say, if you say, if I say, babe, I'm going to go chicken, and you be like, well, what do you want? I'm like, I'm like, you know, I don't like churches. I'm going to tell you what I don't want. See, that's what, okay, now I can understand that, but on average, that ain't what's happening. You just going to say you want chicken, and then when she come back with the chicken, your ass don't want it. It's like, what is this? I don't want that's all I'm saying, like, when it, like, because right now, like, how I'm 40, and I I am too tickled by some of the stuff I come with. I be like, ooh, child. You know, I, I laugh about it and stuff like that because, to me, it just be, like, okay. I'm cool with whatever really be going on out here because of, you know, just because it's me and I'm just silly and I can find him in anything. But on a woman that's my age that's seriously dating out here, it's a mockery. It's it's the same man too. That's what I'm saying. So won't y'all just come together? It don't and make be that, this shit work. Be, like I don't understand. It don't be that easy because a lot of like uh, y'all don't compromise. I don't have no problem compromising. <laughs> if you are worth, like first of all, you gotta be worth compromising. How, well, how, who who what? Okay, what does that mean? You gotta be worth what? what you got to be worth. Who, yeah, who, who, what's the determinants on the worth? Help me out here. I determine and you determine. You determine if I'm worth compromising. So if you got, like, let's say you do something and this is your, that's your way of doing something. You're going to determine if, like, all right, I'm going to compromise for this person because I like this person. You don't just compromise for anybody just because you said, oh, I said you look pretty. And you just going to be like, well, I'm just going to do whatever he want me to do. Because, like, you got to, like still be yourself i think a lot of people when you get in a relationship you got to be yourself because you don't want to lose yourself within a relationship but see for men it's easy for y'all to be like that y'all don't normally you lose y'all selves women are the ones who <laughs> normally lose themselves it's that's it's kind of weird that's listen, not listen true to, listen, lose no. themselves a lot like really yes and you think that we don't but we do because i could be a person that you do x y and z but especially if you find like a girl like if you find a girl like you really like Men will compromise more than women. If I find you and I like you, like I'm really trying to be with you. What would ma- what would make you really? Because see, the last time you were here, you had a mate. Mm-hmm. So what makes you like really like somebody? Like, what? I'm, do that make sense? Like, okay, so what's the determinant for you to just be like, yeah, she might be worth it. Like, just, just because I mean, it's gonna take more than like. It takes more than light, but you like you like a person. You talk to them. You get like their energy. What do you want to do? What do I want to do? Do like are you supportive? Like first thing men want is somebody to be supportive. That's like the biggest thing. Like, so when you say supportive, supportive like with your with your music career or like anything just like, like music career. You could your job. So if she can't come life, to your show, what happens? If she can't come to my show, I don't. You don't necessarily have to come to my show, but if I ask you to come to my show, I'm like, yo, babe, I really need you at my show, and then you don't have like a reason. You just be like, I don't want to. Reason I accept is I gotta be at work. Yeah. <laughs> or you guys do something with your kids. If right. it's not those two things, what? <laughs> then it's gonna be like, dang, she don't support me, and especially like, it's like, it's like a. If you got ten shows and she make it, well, so what's the magic number? It's not, How many should she make it to out of ten? It's not a number. If the the one that I say, dang, she only she didn't gotta make all of them. The one where I be like, I need you at this one. 
Oh my goodness! That's the one. Y'all men or something else. I'll that's keep going. the one you gotta be. That's the one you gotta be at. Cause if you, if you be like, if you be like, babe, I really need you to do this for me. I'm be like, all right, I'm gonna stop whatever I'm doing, and I'm gonna get it done. A lot of times, women don't want to stop what they're doing to get it done, and men will. Like if if I'm, if I'm, if I like you and I'm relationship passionate about you, you be like, babe, I ain't ate today. I'm be like, oh shit, I just got down. I was in the middle of something, but I got in and went. I go get you something to eat. What you want? So then we we be where these men at? You got you got to pick. No, I'm only kidding. The thing, see the the thing about it is, I know like for me, like a a man could like me all day long, but I need like I want I want to meet somebody I can like back. Like just because you like me, that don't mean nothing. Mm-hmm. I need for you to make it where I will like you be. Like, that's, 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 that, do that's what I'm saying. When you say I'm hungry, he going to get you that. Like, let me, you let me tell you what's so crazy. I didn't even know. I told Labnum this one time before. Like, I'm one of them. My, my, the way my brain is wired, I could be riding down the street and be like, dang, did I pay on such and such bill? If I say that out loud and you on the phone, Labnum said that mean that I want the person on the person, the dude I'm on the phone with, to pay, and I'm like, no. You let you let but you giving a you giving us you giving this sign. Yeah, a guy gonna be like, well, damn. A guy, yeah, that's how. If I if I'm dating gonna, you, yeah, a guy gonna be like, well, if I'm dating you, you be like, damn. I forgot, did I pay such and such? Did I pay the bill? Did, did I? But like, that see, you gonna I be need, like, I, I ain't had the money to. It's gonna be I like, I need a man to understand. His place in my life ain't for my bills. Like I don't, I don't want not, that to be not, on his brain that I need for him case. to pay that's my not, bills. That's, that's not, not way men. We are men. Women are nurturers naturally. That's your that's your mentality. And men are providers. Sometimes men, we be like, man, I don't need all that right now. But that's your natural instinct. So my natural instinct for my lady is like, well, I need to help her. I need to yeah, make sure that shit get done. Even, even I don't want her out here. You good on that? Like you like struggling, and sometimes you just gotta be like, I'm I'm just thinking out loud. I'm just thinking out loud. Like just tell us. Like I'm thinking out loud. I'm good. I do, but I don't need no man. But that's not. But that's 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 the that's a disconnect between men and women. We not we don't think you need us. We just we just know that we we just dare. We just we we dare. So you so a dude that may have it to help pay gonna give you the response. Oh, you good? You good? good. But a dude that ain't got it, what he gonna say? He still might say you good. Cause a nude, if if he like you, if you like you, why you man? People be out here. What do you think people be out here hustling for? People ain't out here hustling. Be on y'all hustling for themselves. Like he's, he's still gonna say he's still, he's still good. good. It's people. It's a man might knock somebody off just because he was like, "Man, my girl said she was hungry. She needed something. I went and got it." Oh damn! But so if the dude got it and they or, and they don't say you good and then be like, "Oh okay," he's not, he not really into you. He not. He not. He not. He not. He not into you because if 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 a man is into you, he gonna care because that I'm you are taken care of. Yep. Period. I'm not gonna want you asking somebody else, and just even just the smallest stuff. You could just be like, you ask, you ask, you ask, what's your name to bring you something to eat? I'm be like, nigga, why the hell you didn't ask me? me you you that? said you was in the studio. What does that mean? Oh. Because most men, they like you, they into you. Y'all trying to build something together. He's not gonna want you asking somebody else. We gonna feel like that's 
that's another way for somebody else to get in. That's another way to if, get in. If you are good and you everything, all your needs are met and your wants are, are being satisfied to the best of his ability, he figured that he don't have to worry about no other person. Now, if another person get in, it won't be his fault. It'll be totally on you. Yeah. He's doing what he's supposed to do. And that's that, but that's how men, that's how simple we are too, though. Mm-hmm. So we be like, if you doing what we we want you to do, and most men, if you doing now, women be thinking they be doing what a man want, and they don't ask him. I'm finna say I hardly ever know what a man want. Cause you don't ask, so women will be like, I cook, I clean. And that's a, I, ain't, I, I ain't telling you. And that, that ain't what I want. Man don't, I mean, like, <laughs> Let me tell you, I ain't telling I you that shit. Home, so. I cleaned up. I done wash my own clothes. I don't need all that. That's I, what I'm saying. So that's what I'm saying. Like I might come conversation, and then the other girl be like, "Well, he be like, well, why you? What's saying?" And you be like, "You nah, cause like she asked me how my day was. It's that simple. You never do." You never asked me how my day went. You never told me you wanted me to ask you that, that shit. Means, See, y'all be tripping. That's natural. That's not. Oh, you got to ask somebody how their day go? That's con- that's conversation. Every day. Every day. It ain't no reason. It ain't no reason you ain't tell that person work, like, how your day was. Today? What, what I'm be like, what's up with you? How it work? I'm going to tell you good morning every morning. That's your job. You know what I'm saying? And then you be like, oh, what's up with your day? You be like, how was your day? Yeah. Did you eat today? Oh. I'm gonna tell you good morning every morning. Cause I'm thinking that's that's I'm thinking that's further along, like in a relationship. I mean, I, it's I'm, not gonna happen the second. It's not day. gonna happen. No, no. But that's and even on the second day, he a, a guy who want to date you might be like, hey, you eating? You want to go get something? Yeah, cause I'm trying to. You I'm tr- meet me somewhere. You want me to come get you? We can go get something in something. I mean, cause I'm trying to get to know you. I'm gonna so, let you know that I'm interested in you. So yeah. I'm a, so I'm gonna let you know I'm interested. You, I'm gonna make sure like, all right, I'm the first thing you think about in the morning. So I'm gonna be like, good morning, you know how you sleep, everything good with you. That shit don't last for like two, three weeks. Nah, that sh- that shit for somebody it, who like you, that's gonna be stops, the rest of your life. It stops when you when, when you don't get it back. Or we don't get a response. See, that's what I'm saying. So or, or we get a vibe just because like you, you uh uh-uh, uh no, just because you you okay, so you still oh, did see this did see this where it go wrong at for me. <laughs> A man might start off, good morning, good morning, uh, baby, good morning. Yeah. And then might miss a morning. I ain't thought nothing about it. But then when in the afternoon, oh, you ain't even calling to see what was going on with me. I ain't text you good morning, good morning. Well, that's, 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 that's Don't you like to go to your job and be appreciated? <laughs> I'm just asking you. So when you go to work every day and you do your job, you want somebody, somebody got to come around and say, hey, Donna, you're doing a good job. You want that, don't you? This is my thing. Now, now if I text you every morning and say good morning and I miss the morning, you don't call me, I'm not going to say nothing about it. But if I text you every morning and then you you start replying and then all of a sudden you stop replying you start acting like I'm bugging you. Yeah. Shit, no, a lot of these men go from good morning to the phone work both ways. And you'd be like. The phone do work both ways. Men, men these days want to be wanted just like women. Men but that's what I'm saying. But men are men are hunters by nature. So show me you want me. That's what I'm saying. I don't even know if I want you. Like that's what I'm. All I'm saying is. <laughs> so say that. If if you see all this work I, I I'm tell putting, all men that. If you see all this work I'm putting in on you, and you know I'm putting in work on you, it just be like. I ain't really feeling you like that. And then no, that does not mean that. See that? No, 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 no. 
That does not mean I'm not feeling you. It's just that I don't know if I like, like you ain't like, okay, I do. I like your good morning text or something like that, but that don't mean I like you. So say that. If I go to work every day and I'm busting my ass every day, I want to hear you been busting your ass every day. If I don't hear it and another company be like, we see you over there busting your ass. We want you to come over here. <laughs> Nigga, I'm gone over there. <laughs> See, that, that is not cool, man. That's I how was, men are. That's how simple we are. So if I'm like, I like I like you, I'm, I'm putting in the work on you. And then this other girl say. How long do the work last, though? How long how long y'all put in this work? <laughs> it can work for a long time. But you can't let nobody, you can't let no other woman see that, oh, damn, this nigga really put in work. I want that. I see what you do for her. But she don't be, she don't be, she don't, she don't appreciate you. I can appreciate you. That's and the, you're gonna go with her. That's the quickest way to get cheated on. Not not that necessarily. That is so unloyal. That is the bullshit. We're gonna, we gonna have a conversation. I'm gonna have a conversation first, but that's the quickest way as a woman to get cheated on. I'm gonna have a conversation. This other chick appreciates me and you don't. Men wanna feel wanted too. We wanna that feel is wanted. Crazy. Let me that's tell you something. A lot of women make mistakes that they that they don't. We want to be wanted. We want to be. There's nothing wrong we with. We feel like we got big booty and big titties too. Too. It ain't nothing <laughs> wrong with being wanted. I'm not. That ain't. That's not. That's the least of my worries with making a person that I won't feel wanted. I'm gonna be able to do that. But yeah, I don't know. It'd be weird. Y'all, 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 men folks is weird. I'm just gonna say that. We're not weird. We're very simple. Not as simple as y'all think. We're pretty simple. If you not on average, y'all don't y'all don't want to break it down. Now some men require a lot. They a lot. You to cook, clean. But most men don't need you to cook, clean, because their mama already showed them that. Because they already tell them, look, you don't need to depend on me because I tell girls out here. So you uh, already know. How I don't. I'll be. I don't even deal with men that be talking about requirements and all that shit. They're um, baby. See? The way my life set up, none of that shit won't work no way. Like, I don't. Yeah. I don't really have a problem with you. Like if you don't clean. I don't really need to. Cook. I don't like cooking, and it's not necessarily you don't have to cook, but if we like, if this is like what like handle like the food, like that's how I am. You what don't got you don't got to cook, but if you be like, I just brought some home. Oh well, yeah. Like, uh, let me tell you something. A dude that I date ain't gonna be hungry, but <laughs> but that's but that's I what we be. That's, the one that's finna be all up in the damn kitchen. But that's doing but that's all, all that's stuff. all we that's all we be wanting. But sometimes. You be like a dude, you done worked all day. You done did this, you done did that. And, and then And then your girl you, you come home to your girl and your girl be like Your girl come home and you be like, What we eating tonight? I definitely wouldn't fit in. What we eating tonight? And you be like, Bro, I've been at work all day. And you why are you well, asking? Well, I me? work just as hard as, as a man. That's so that But that's true. Be- if we got the same, then I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna trip. But if you've been like, let's say like I've been working, let's say I work two jobs, you work one, and I get off like eleven. Don't ask me at eleven what we gonna eat. I would hope the hell not. Who the hell eating at eleven? Already called me during the day and said I'm getting such and such. What you want? Cause you 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 get off at five. I don't get off till eleven. So, oh, so she should take the initiative. So it's like it's like handle that. If I see if I see your oil like check on, I'm gonna be like, all right, I'm gonna go let me go get this oil changed. If you work in two jobs, how would you do that? I'm gonna go get it done on the weekend. We gonna we gonna find a way. Oh. 
I mean, I don't know. You know, you guys are something else. All I I just heard that song, um, Stack It. I was just like, well, damn, okay. Because you ain't going to take it. You, you, you want her to be focused on her goals. If she ain't take her out to eat, you ain't doing all that. I will do that for the right person. Oh, oh, okay. There we go. There, but there we go. You gotta be fo- it's you gotta be focused though. Like you gotta oh, okay. be I'm focused on what I'm doing and you focused on what you doing. So a lot of girls, especially in like the starting out phase, the way things is now, girls be wanting you to like cash out on them. That's terrible. <laughs> That's like the first like the thing like, where are you trying to take me? I'm gonna tell you something and I that's how I know like to a certain extent, like I'm like the auntie out here because I don't even be one. First of all, I ain't finna break bread with everybody. Let me just go there. I ain't going out to eat with just no anybody. I'm not. No. I would not go out to eat with Fred Krueger and he'd be talking about I owe him something. No, we ain't doing that. But I'm also not the type of person that's finna just like take something from somebody. Because see, the way they, the way they me and mine set up now, they'll take you out over something just that small. You feel what I'm saying? Like, they'll they'll really feel like you owe them something and try to, you know, try to make things hard for you because things didn't really work out. And it could have been a mutual understanding, you know, you ain't really like me, I ain't really like you. But because he spent some money, yeah, then you owe him some. No, we're going to break even. We're going to go out one more time, and I'm going to pay this time. Well, that that's the, I'm you different, and that's like we're breaking of, even. We ain't even going to the same place. I might spend a little more money. A lot, a lot Let of you women, know we 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 even, ain't we? We we even, ain't we? But you different. A lot of people, a lot of women don't be like that. A lot of women, you could be like, they don't like you, and they know they don't like you. But they will let you. But that's the thing. A woman don't really know if she like you or not. Like it, It's not that as simple as y'all think when it comes to a woman not knowing if she like you. Like, that's what I'm saying. That's why, we, like, you put it like this. You kind of got an idea. If you show interest in a woman and you kind of got, if she answering the, call, answering the calls when you call, if she responding back to text messages, Stuff like that, that gives you an indication of her. That she like you. That she, yeah, that she may be interested. But y'all act like that's not enough. Like, you, a woman don't necessarily know if she like you a whole lot until later. You feel what I'm saying? Until time progress. That's because, enough for me. But, but that's what I'm saying. Like, on average, it's not, though. Like, y'all will find something else to be like, I, don't, I still don't know if she like me. Now, she responded to you. She, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's certain things that she's doing, but it's still it's still not going to be enough. So that's why a lot of times it be, that's it, it really be y'all to a certain extent because a woman don't know if she like you. You do stuff to make women like you. But I don't like the men that do certain stuff in the beginning and then forget all about that shit, like, two months later. Like, they don't forget how things started off. You might have gave but men are the same way. Like some women start off like up here, and then when I be like, "All right, I'm like, let's be together," then they be like, "I ain't gonna do it no more." <laughs> like you might, you might went to you might have kicked it with her for two months, and like, every Sunday she was cooking you food. You be like, "Ah, this is good, man. I'm gonna get meal every Sunday." And then you get with her, you be like, "Man, she ain't cooking like it's Sunday." What, 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 right. 
Yeah, you know what? Two months that went by, and it's like, damn, I ain't ate a meal on Sunday. Yeah. Hey, you remember when you was cooking on uh, Sunday when we started dating? Oh, what happened to that? Like, there you go. But that's, but no, that's the thing. Like, I don't believe, let me tell you something. I don't believe in starting stuff that I can't, I can't finish anyway. That's how I feel the same so, way. So, it, yeah, so it'd it be kind of different. Like, I ain't finna start off cooking for you because I know there ain't no shit I do on the regular. If anything, I might eventually cook. And he'd be like, oh, so you really, so you ain't that bad off. You all right. Yeah. But as far as starting off with that, psh, no. Some people do that. Well, though. I ain't starting off like that. Because right. I know that ain't nothing I can keep up. Right. Don't now, get going to the store, now, if, if you can, like, I'll, I've always, this, and this is another thing, I've always dated men that could cook. So that was kind of, you know what I'm saying? Like, that was just something that I guess it was coincidental. I don't know. But I, so I would go to the store if, you can prepare it and make it taste decent. Like, I don't have no problem with that, but I ain't can tell you this. I ain't. <laughs> That's how I am. I will do everything. I just don't want to cook. So so you don't want to cook. I don't want to cook. So if you be like, damn, babe, I don't like doing laundry. All right, I'll go do the laundry. I'll get the groceries. I don't want to cook. Right, but I don't want to cook. So how is that for a bachelor, though? Like, how does that work out? So then he, he, you left dating 13 girls because you're trying to get a meal. Nah, I done started <laughs> cooking for myself. I eat out. What? If you be like, eat, eat. if you buy yourself, weight groceries is now eating out be the same prices. And are cheaper. It be cheaper than actually going to the store and I'm buying a family pack of chicken that I know I ain't going to cook. So I'm going to still end up eating out. And I already spent money on groceries. So... I'm 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 definitely which I want to hear um I want to hear Let Loose now the, the artist that you have on Let Loose you said that is who um sincere official sincere official mm-hmm. okay and who is is that one of your um is he I know he's an artist but where is he from um he from Atlanta I think he originally from New York though oh okay but he in Atlanta all right well let's hear Let Loose by Anaconda Jedi and sincere official. Let loose on them. I'm about to let loose on them. This is the illest of rap. 
Your favorite under attack. Ain't no more holding me back. And screaming out mercy, but we don't do that. I'm about to let loose on them. 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 This is the illness of rap. Your favorite under attack. Ain't no more holding me back and screaming out mercy, but we don't do that. I'm about to let loose like diarrhea, no Sunday service, but still a preacher. No cash, ain't no feature. Ever since I became a beast creature, my heart got cold like freezer. I became a lit so out. Man, flow up the top, this shit don't stop. I can do my thing, yeah, watch a nigga rock. These niggas mad cause they not me. I'm exactly who these motherfuckers wanna be. You could tell when they rapping, uh. Do all that shit, all that capping, uh. These niggas tough, yeah, they tough, man. I be laughing like that shit's nothing. Not for real, nigga, how you gon' win? You ain't comfortable in your own skin. Not for real, I can hear when you stutter. Y'all nigga not from the gutter. Nigga talk shit, get done up. They big soft like butter. Great nigga, petty don't run up. Fuck being broke, get your funds up. Big boss, I'm the big chief, big chief, big chief. Dig yourself a hole, man, make that shit six feet. These niggas sassy, better get prissy. Niggas mad jealous, cause they left empty. Please don't push me, please don't tempt me. They got the cure, I got the remedy. You envy my energy, you not offending me. You not the plug, you just pretend to be, nigga. I'm about to let loose on them. 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 This is the illness of rap. Your favorite under attack. Ain't no more holding me back and screaming out mercy, but we don't do that. I'm about to let loose on them. 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 This is the illness of rap. Your favorite under attack. Ain't no more holding me back and screaming out mercy, but we don't do that. Hey, I like that. Nah, it was just some probably like fading out or something like that. It's good though. So who um so um before we um before we um close out and everything, so who did the tracks for Let Loose and Stack It? Um, what was the producer's name? Oh, I'm still running a blank right now. Oh, was it the same one for both? No. Oh, okay. So um, I am immersed in the world of internet beats so i literally go to different websites and search really and search and look because it just gives you a better way of getting versatility in your music do you have to purchase them when you do it like that or how does that go um yeah so i don't i don't purchase exclusives because i only purchase exclusive if it's like if the song's popping like if i pay two three hundred for a beat then that means i don't try to make like a thousand like i didn't double my money that's the only way i would like purchase but you gotta like oh okay but you gotta like lease it and everything like that but it just i like versatile music i like versatile different sounds so i could have like 10 different producers on like a project just because whatever mood that i want the song to go for is what i'm looking for and when a lot of times when you work a lot of times when i've worked with one single person they've been good at this one thing but they can't really do uh, this other thing so then you still have to end up working with a lot of people and in the world we live in right now everything's so busy so it'd be really hard to like sit down with somebody and be like play me like because like how i go through beats i might listen to like 100 beats before i select one really so, i guess it depends on what you're looking for though like as far as so uh, you write your music first and then no so i write to the beat 
So a lot of people, oh. I can write me. I wrote. I have music that's written that doesn't have like a beat, but I write to the beat because the beat makes me feel a mood. So when you're looking for, so just say for instance, if you're looking for, um, if you're looking for a beat, I guess your mood determines which one you'll choose at that mm-hmm. time. Once you choose it, then you'll. So if I say, let's say I say I want to make a song about love. Like, what are instruments that signify love? Ah, so it's okay. like, I'm going to want to hear like a piano. I'm going to want to hear maybe like a guitar. I'm going to want to hear some type of string instrument in the beat okay. in order for me. So if I say, I usually come with like, this is what I want to write a song about. Okay, so you already have an idea of what you want to write about. It's just that you hadn't written it yet. I have to find okay. like the sound. But I'm a good writer, so it doesn't take me long to like, write something well no that because you know like it, like all all you artists have like different strategies mm-hmm. so that's why i always try to just kind of kind of understand you know how you write because some people say they don't even write they just go to the booth and start spinning i'm like what some people do that and i don't like working with people to do that what the hell i don't like people to work with do that because they be off topic and my music tells a story so if you gonna work with me you oh, gotta be on topic. okay so okay okay so i've worked with people and i'm like i want to work with you but you got to be on topic like yeah, you, can't you went just, from one thing to you, you went from one extreme to the other i will kick you off a song if you do that yeah i can so who who is a person that you feel like you would want to work with because you you in atlanta you in atlanta you're around all these you know um, don't produce them, which now the way things set up, you don't necessarily have to deal with nobody from Atlanta. But if you had a choice to work with a producer, which producer would it be? Um, I like Metro Boomer. Oh, okay, uh, cool. I also like Michael Made. I like Metro Boomer. He's very versatile. Okay, yeah. He's done very like true. he can do like I can he can give you a conscious record, but he can also give you a club record, but he can also give you a pop record. That's somebody who I would like. I see why a lot of people like let him like executive produce their albums because he has the ability to be like, I can give you every sound that you want. And that's more so my thing is like, if I work with a producer executively, I want you to be able to be like anything you could like think of, I can do. So I will work like Mike, Mike will made it. I think he's pretty, he's pretty good as well. As far as like Atlanta people. Okay. I don't really like Zaytoven. He make all his beats sound the same. Do they? I I gotta I gotta go back and see. I, I know he's a good I, producer though, but he like he good at his his element. His yeah, I was just about to say because some and some producers are like that. They're good in that particular arena in that particular element. You just kind of know, you know, when you hear them, you'll know who it is. Some and some of them, that's what has helped them out. Yeah, for people to have to, to know that distinct be you know like it's just certain stuff that kind of stick out. You like, oh, I know who did that. Yeah. So I can I can definitely um I can definitely relate to that. So you don't produce you don't do any production at all. I do not make beats. So when people say production versus beat making, they're two different things. Mm-hmm. I can structure a song. I can write a song. I can tell the beat maker what needs to go in the song. Okay. But as far as, as far doing as the actual doing beats, no. Okay. But I can, and you're right. I can like, I feel like, like I'm like, kind of like, like I can be like a Diddy. Like Diddy didn't make the beats, but he put but everything he together. Everything to life. Yeah. I can, I can, and I can, I can see that. And some people can make beats, but they can't do that. 
Like, right. They can make beats. They're a beat maker. They're not a producer because they can't bring the song like full circle. I can be like, we're going to use, you can do them drums, use this sample. The chorus going to go right here. The lyrics going to go right here. Mm-hmm. We're not going to put the chorus back in right here. We're going to just do this right here. And that's more so like what a producer like really does like structures a song like if I'm, I'm a songwriter i'm a song structure but i don't make beats i could but it's not something that i like that's not what your passion is your yeah. passion is more in writing and delivering a message and so what so the type of re- uh, artist that you are like what i know that it's a part of rapping but is it a certain type of rapping like i heard you um i don't like to box myself in because people really like when i say like i'm a conscious rapper someone say you're a conscious rapper everybody think i'm woke or they think i'm like common or something like that and i'm not like that but i'm not like a trap rapper either so i'm not like migos or anything like that i used to tell people like i like I, i write about reality Okay, so you like relate. You write about relatable stuff, stuff yeah, that shit that everybody goes through. So did you make? Did you make? Um, in light of everything that was going on, like it's still going on, of course now, not necessarily like the BLM or anything like that. But did you make a song in regards to some of the racial injustices that we? I've doing? written songs about that, and I have songs about that, but I didn't put anything out because I didn't want people to be like you know how people be like oh you just trying to make that song because of that like like how people felt like j cole was like why you not doing nothing and it was like but he's always doing something right so it was like so that situation was like that for you as like you've been writing about stuff like like i've been like yeah so like it wasn't like it like some people was like they was rushing like to get something out and it was like but i always talk about stuff like this so i don't it's no rush for me to be like let me throw out this track so y'all can, like, see. Like, I never want to get into a contest that, like, let me prove y'all how woke I am. Oh, okay, okay. So, I and I, and I can respect that, too, but I, I just know that. Because, see, certain things are awakening artists. Mm-hmm. Like, certain, like, certain instances, certain, certain things that happen awaken certain things in, in artists. So, I, that was why I asked. I know, actually, one of the what you would consider trap rappers mm-hmm. came on our show during the time um, that Breonna Taylor was killed and he actually did a song for the movement and it, and he was just like, I know that like th- this is not even me, but you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I got to say something because at this point, like y'all just yeah. playing with this shit, you know what I'm saying? So, um, so I could, so I see what, see what you said. Cause I thought it was really impressive what, um, little baby did when he made the song, like, mm-hmm. That was something totally out of his element. But, but if little, it's something that you always do. I tell people it's not really out of his element because if you listen to what Lil Baby listens to lyrics, he's a reality rapper. He raps about yeah. stuff he like stuff that's going everything he raps about is stuff that's like going on. He's very relevant, very like, this is what's going on, this is what I see, this is what I rap about. So when he made that song, I wasn't that shocked because that's that's like his MO, like I rap about what I see and I rap about what's going on. Right. A lot of people were shocked that he was like, I guess, coming to the forefront. But you, we, when he talked, you can tell you like he not he not an idiot. Oh no no no! I never I you like I I've I've all I've been a supporter of his since the first time I ever um heard anything from him. But and sometimes rappers or the or influential 
people and mm-hmm. a lot of times they want to keep it neutral or they want to mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like they don't really want to touch on certain things because they don't want to bring this kind of um these type of reactions from people you know like they be like mm-hmm. they really have to watch certain things so i was impressed for the mere fact of for one the age group that he's in just being honest with that generation yeah you right you know what I'm saying? Like he was able to actually talk about voting, talking about talk about things that to me a lot of other people will totally dismiss just to stay on on an agenda to mm-hmm. keep a certain certain people happy. Like it's kind of he was just kind of like I'm for my people. Like I could appreciate that. Like even though his other songs, you know, he do make sense in his other songs. He do talk about relatable stuff but that particular song just just to me just kind of pushed me over the edge as a supporter for mm-hmm. him because i know i'm raising young adults mm-hmm. and my young adults can like i over they they've been voting since they were able to vote mm-hmm. but i know that i have an influence on them in that arena whereas mm-hmm. a lot of them don't so mm-hmm. if you got somebody that's that's known you know a well-known influential rapper telling you man get on out there and vote man you know, this is what we need to do. I, I recognize what's going on. I'm not exempt from any of this. Because, see, that's the part that a, a lot of people don't understand. Like, you can have whatever you want in this lifetime. You can have money, whatever. But you ain't exempt to none of the stuff that's going on. So don't get out of, once again, how I was saying, Damon Williams, like, don't, don't get too comfortable. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you done, you done made it to a certain extent. And I'm proud of you, but don't get too comfortable in it. Don't let, don't let that... Make it where you're out of touch with reality, because that's kind of like when other stuff start happening and it mm-hmm. it become a you know people break down mentally, you know certain things start happening. So, like I'm, I don't know. I just I I like to see the rappers rap about stuff like that, like the racial injustices about um voting about um just suppression just you know what i'm saying make so these young folk can kind of get a better idea of what's going on because a lot of them don't know they don't have people teaching them they don't have people enlightening them like they using social media as a guide mm-hmm. like we were we were raised by ogs a lot of them being raised by ig mm-hmm. it's a difference mm-hmm. i mean you're right and it, it took it took artists like that to say like this is what's going on to get people a lot of people to listen and you're right about that because a lot of people just just because of who he is and what he represents people when he made that song it was like oh now i'm finally finna finally listen like other rappers have been rapping about this but this is somebody who like i because he's that's what i'm yeah. saying they're in that generation like for us the rappers that rap about it and it made sense to us. Like, we're in a general world. We've been voting. Mm-hmm. Like, we've been knew all of this stuff was going on. But but just being honest with you, and as a matter of fact, um, I'm a, I got to ask you something, too. Like, th- this is the thing. The stuff that's going on now is not even for us. Mm-hmm. It's for our children and our grandchildren. Like, we done had our time. Like, we, we know what's going on. But a lot of, like, if you look at a lot of the big homies now are actually younger you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Younger than the people that used to be big homies. Like, they, you know what I'm saying? Like, they are younger and they're being influential. But my thing is, I know um, I know a lot of them don't have guidance. Mm-hmm. So that's why I say a lot of them look to artists for their guidance. 
I remember a topic on social media once before. I'm a, I'm a, um, you can ask your me. memory. Are you not and, remember what you're talking about? Oh, so it was about, um, about children not having to pay bills. Yeah, I remember that. Not having to pay bills after they graduate from high school, I think it was. Yeah. And it was like, I can't really remember exactly how you put it, so I'm going to let you just kind of explain it. You was like, that's kind of like not giving them a fair chance. And Reason why I said that, because mm-hmm. in the Caucasian community, when you see what they do for their kids, a lot of kids will live with their parents until they can really go buy a house. They can, they have, they will have good jobs, but still live with their parents because their parents don't necessarily want them to go out there and not know how to, or not have the what we think as in the black community. We are behind. We just simple stuff that we just think that's like, oh, you made it. To them, it's not like that. So, with with you, like with me, like and my sister. Like, just being the first two to, like, in my, like, immediate family to be like, oh, okay, we went to college. Like, me, my sister, and my, my older brother, we went to college. That was like, oh, y'all went to college. But so what's next? And it's like, in the I would say, in our culture, we don't know what's next. Because our parents didn't, our parents stopped before college. So, okay, so generational. But just, okay, so for the, for the, for our community, generational wealth is not something that it's not. So it's so we're not. So we're not. Some of us aren't even reaching towards that. We just like. So you know what most you know how a lot of the generational wealth is brought in in other cultures, right? Mm-hmm. And one of the main things is just being honest with your life insurance. Yeah. So. And 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 because see, I remember coming on that on that post because I was just like, because see, I see it, I I see it from two different aspects. Like I see it from from that aspect too, to a certain extent. But what basically happens is, um, um, a lot of those a lot of those children are entitled too. They mm-hmm. feel like they the ones that haven't had to pay for much. See, this is let me tell you what people don't respect free. Not even from their parents when they get to a certain age, right? Don't don't nobody so, expect free. No, 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 no. It's a big thing. Like like it's a lot of them don't don't respect free. Period. So you think about your first call. If your parents bought your first call, you dog that shit out. When you bought your first car, you had it clean. It was looking nice. You feel what I'm saying? Like it, like it's certain things that happen. So, like with me, because I'm raising young adults, and what I've realized is, it ain't hindering them for them to give me nothing for being at the house. Because if I left here tomorrow, guess what's gonna happen? They They're got to pay somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. I don't want them to be unprepared to pay for nothing. I don't want them to be unprepared. In this world, thinking that somebody owed them, like my mama just died, you owe me no. Yeah, I get that. You feel what I'm saying? So it's that's why I was saying like it's two it's two tales to it. Like I totally understand like the generational wealth part, and a lot of times is in our culture we're not 
big on that because I've actually heard a person, one of one of my personal partners say, um, they'll get like ten, fifteen thousand dollars worth of insurance. Um, they ain't finna be eating. They ain't finna be eating off me for the rest of their life and stuff like that. Like, I'm not gonna think like that because I have four kids. So I want everything to be, you know, totaled mm-hmm. out equally, and I want them to be able to sustain if something ever happens. But a lot of times, the mentality of some people will lead them astray. But it caught my attention when um when some people was just like yeah because i started there was like yeah i started paying bills and such and such such and it's like you have to understand if you lived anywhere else besides your parents house you're gonna pay i think it's one important. way or another i think it's important for you to teach your kids that but i think in our community i'm not saying it's something that you do a lot of our parents throw us to the wolves I absolutely agree, but the but the main the 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 main thing is so say for instance if you your mother's struggling right mm-hmm. your mother's struggling financially and um you're working every day mm-hmm. you living you living with your mother I'm helping my mom out but that but see that's what I'm saying it's not a, this is the thing it's not that your mama needs you to help her mm-hmm. out it's just that she's been making this happen. For so long till you don't lost you don't lost sight of your mama really struggling. Yeah. Like you you know what I'm saying? Like you don't you it's just like you don't know. It's, but a lot of us a lot of us, and I can speak for myself, a lot of us come into a situation where we start to compete with our parents. Like it comes a time where, okay, I'm helping you pay the bills, but now it's like your parent will come at you like, Oh, you think because you paying bills that you do this or you can do that and it's like as a person, you like, well, you then you do get that mentality like I need to go out there and do it on my own, and I think that's something that's like in our community that we kind of like, like we not like I would say like like think of like Asian culture, everybody helps everybody. It's not like a like they have like a business and the daddy might own the business, but the kids work at the business and everybody works together like the house. The family, you might, they everybody lives together. But that's what I'm saying. Like different cultures do different things. Now I'm not all the way um, in agreement with, with, you know, with us not supporting each other and things of that nature. All I'm saying is, regardless of where you where where you are, whether you're with your parents or not, once you get to a certain age, mm-hmm. you need to put in and uh, and the main reason i say that is because even if you do have i think about the kids that i know the grown-ups that i know now that did that live with their parents for that long and didn't have to pay anything or didn't do anything but it's for me i'm saying like you got to put in but it doesn't always have to be financial contribution so if i see like say my son i see my son he's in college he's trying to be he's trying to be something and i'm looking at him like Okay, you're paying me through your work. You're paying me through trying to get this education, cause you're you're setting yourself up to where I don't have to take care of you. But you're also setting them up to think that other people is gonna feel like that. No, that's no. You you tell them like I I am only I'm helping you and I'm doing this for you because this you're in school. You're doing this. You're doing these things. That is your that's your that's your rent payment. Like you're doing you're in school and you're making the grade and you're you doing think, the I was work. just about to say, but you think about it, the first time they make a failing grade, then what happened? 
if my son makes a failing grade and I am paying everything, ain't no reason for you to fail. That see that see now you now laugh now you see what I'm talking about. So then it then it's the issue. It is like, an issue because it's like, but no. Just, what is your time going? What is mm-mm. your time going to? Yeah, like, but I just saw that and I just wanted to just kind of no. You I get what just you, a little bit. I understand. I think we're speaking from like two different You like, I speak from a perspective of like a kid who even I'm out here I've made like something of myself but I see other people whose parents were more like you ain't not like you 18 get the fuck out like figure it out versus people who are like my mama helped me do this my mama helped me do that my mama helped me do that they're a lot better off as far as like being an adult just like simple stuff like your parents teaching you about like taxes like I'm from the hood I ain't, I only thought taxes was to get a refund check uh, see, but see, that's what I'm saying. Like, but this my, is the my thing. Parents there are certain that. things that you gonna know that they they not. weren't afforded, and there are some things that they're gonna know that you weren't afforded. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I'll be honest with you. There are some there there are many cases where that you know where people um uh, where because see to you it's gonna always look better because it's a different situation than yours mm-hmm. to a certain extent. But trust me. You have a, a different kind of appreciation when you when you had to get it out of the mud. You do, and I'm just saying that, just being for real, because the people that were spoon fed, I'll be honest with you, they have a hard time after so long, and they don't have that spoon no more. If that makes sense, like, mm-hmm. cause you, cause a parent doing what they're supposed to do in the eyes of like society, like. It, it, it's it's kind of different and it variates for everybody. Mm-hmm. Like if your mother did the best that she could do, then that's to be appreciated. It doesn't mean that she didn't she did she didn't do no more no less than the next person's no, parents. It's just that you know it's just a, it was different. It just, yeah, I pre- I get that. I just I mean my thing is like I feel like eighteen is the it's not the age anymore. Oh, no, no, no. I definitely don't agree with now. I don't because first of all, when you have kids, you know they all mature different. Yeah. I wouldn't put now one of mine out there at 18 to my I'm done with you, baby. No. But I think a lot of times too it 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 it's certain determinants that um that that make parents think that, you know, they wait till they 18 and then get out. For one, it's the the, the law. For one, with the law being like it is, you're wrong at 18. And yeah. and just to me that like that's a cushion in itself, but the reality of it is we know at eighteen most people aren't grown. Now there are some some mature eighteen year olds that could get out there and work as hard as a twenty eight or a thirty eight year old. We know that part of it, but me personally, do what you can for your children. But once they get to a certain you know, after they graduate from high school, just to me, put some other things in front of them so that they can know responsibility, so mm-hmm. that they can know the expectations of the real world. Like, don't don't make it don't make it a soft a cushion for them. Like, cause it's either you show them or the world show them, and when the world show them, trust me, it hit harder. It hit different. No, I agree with you. Now, I don't believe like in making like a soft cushion, but I also don't believe in like throwing them to the wolves no no i definitely don't believe in throwing them to the wolves but i do believe that certain experiences will um help mold them Mm -hmm. like they'll they'll know certain things they'll know 
trust me, they'll be better off than the than the spoon fed ones. Like, mm-hmm. like I'm I'm just telling you, I just remember that particular post because I was like, no, because it's a lot different out here now. Like these kids now are exposed to way more than mm-hmm. we were at at the ages that they are. Even like you said, as far as finances and. Uh, it just everything it moves a lot faster. They have access to everything mm-hmm. through these smartphones and stuff like that. So, just I don't know. I mean, you know, it was just something to um to bring up. How can your supporters find you on social media and? Um, you can find me anything Anakin and Jedi. Um, that's everything. Say it again. <clears throat> Anakin and Jedi. Anakin. At, at Anakin and Jedi. So social media, Facebook. Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, A N A K O N. Because I call it Anacon, <laughs> but it's, it's Anakin. Anna so, no, I just Anna like Anacon. Like, I think it's my southern dialect. Mm-hmm. Anacon, the Jedi. All right, well, it has been a plum pleasing pleasure. Thank you for sitting in with us today. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate so, y'all. When, when are you expecting? I know about damn time with the two singles are out now. When are you expecting the full project to come out? Um, so it is my goal to have free individual out and done like April. Oh, cool. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see you. Well, look, we'll see you. We'll see you on we'll Instagram before then. <laughs> look, we'll see you before then, and we know in April you should be back so you can give us a taste of some of the things that you've been working on because we know that you're going to meet your goal, right, Anaconda Jedi? Yes, I'm oh. going. <laughs> going to try my best. Right, look, yeah, I'm gonna try my best. All right, well, much love to you and good luck with the virtual learning, like. It's a lot going on, but stay focused. Stack it. <laughs> as you said. Like, take your own, right, take your own advice, though. Just kidding, but yeah, for real, stay focused, man, and keep um pouring into children because you have a, you have a, you're in a career, you have a job that is um delayed gratification. Sometimes you may not even see what you're doing until those kids get older and they remember who you are and they can reach back and they let you know how instrumental you were, but keep going. Mm, no doubt I will. All Appreciate right. y'all. Same bad town. Same bad time next week. That's right. Yo, 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 hey, we in Westside. This the mix you need to get up in it. Three to five, the show be lit from start to finish. Hit them up to slide through and promote your business. DJ Lab known to keep the hottest record spinning. Mix, mix a lot and Tay Mac discuss the hottest topic. Those not a 2000, gonna let you know what's really popping. Miss Slick, gonna make sure she get the mangles right. Making moves even though she's staying out of sight. Check the website, Misfits Media Group. Keep it 100, cause that's how they gon' give it to you. Something for anyone and everyone from every walk. 365, 24-7, got music and talk. Sundays, you know we getting in the mix. Three to five with Westside Misfits. Kick facts, play music, and talk slick. 
Tell a friend to tell a friend to get in the mix. Tell a friend to tell a friend to get in the mix. Tell a friend to tell a friend to get in the mix. Sundays, you know we're getting in the mix. For three to five, we're west side miss. We in the mix, we in the mix, we in the mix.